0: What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Crimson Black. Hey, y'all. It's Outlaw. And Damien Delago. And guess what? There there was not a glitch in the Matrix. We missed a week. But it wasn't our fault. We to promise. be fair. To be
1: fair. To be There was filed. a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> it was in Crimson's computer. Yeah, so yeah. So I'm playing the blame on him. Yeah, so when we recorded last
0: episode, the, our recording software just decided to go, yeah, uh, I think I'm good. I'm not going to work right now. So, we are doing this again, but it's also going to be a two-parter, so congratulations. You're getting more content off of that. And it's mainly because of the fact that we talk too much. So... Yes, we (laughs) do. With that, um, it's going to be a little bit late y'all, but it was was on time when we recorded it. We're not sorry. This is just when y'all are getting it. We... It's, Listen it's to just, it,
2: Linda. Listen to <laughs>
0: it's it. It's just what happened. Uh, any housekeeping? Anybody wants to plug before we really get into anything? Anybody got anything coming up? That they want to shout out or anything like that?
2: No. Uh, oh, I have started doing something on my Twitter.
0: Ooh. I do okay. tell.
2: It's just, it's a little side project to help with my mental health and make help me become a better writer. I am going to start posting daily haikus okay, okay.
1: daily haikus yes. from the drago yep yes yep yep we we got so if you want some daily haikus we got some, some motivations some real life
0: uh some real life goes of shusima stuff right now it's, it's
2: that's the sad thing ever that's actually what inspired me i always wanted a reason to do it because mm-hmm. i always thought it had to actually like you know kind of makes sense like regular poems but hey then, bro then you play ghost and you're like oh it just it just literally has to be five seven five
0: have you not seen the <laughs> fucking uh the episode of the last airbender where um sokka was doing that for like a solid episode no idea and, oh my god you have to. Go bro,
2: back i know that. i gotta rewatch all of last and then all of korra to actually, if believe if my bias is correct, where I just I personally just like Cora more than A.
0: I mean, liking the characters is fine, uh, but unfortunately, it's still a inferior show altogether. But that tangent is, alert. tangent alert, yeah. That, but that is a conversation for another time. Ye. This conversation, however, is going to be about the good old folks at nintendo that one company that everybody has a brother or uncle who works at so you know exactly what's going to drop in the next couple of weeks hey y'all didn't know everybody (laughs) who was like hey bro i got an uncle that works in nintendo they dropping a switch pro that does 4k and all of that extra shit yeah we we talking about them today so hey your uncle lied to me (laughs) because So we're going to start pretty simply, uh, we are going to kind of talk about the games. Then we'll talk about the hardware and we'll kind of go from there mainly because of the fact that Nintendo has always been a pretty niche company and it doesn't really seem like they've ever tried to really compete with kind of what I call like the post the post millennial consoles. So everything that was pushing more 3D or anything like that, they they have always kind of just been like, we will do the most with
1: the little, uh, with the least. If that makes any sense. It is. It is interesting when you think about Nintendo. The last time they were a competitor, actually vying for like the top sales, it was like the GameCube, wasn't it? Um, I'd
0: argue the Wii. Yeah, but the Wii was specifically marketed as the uh, family console.
1: It was family, but it was also like. Because the growing concern was kids were getting fat playing video games and not doing exercise. Where the Wii, you could actually
2: move. I mean, what you expect when you cut PE
1: programs in school. Hey,
0: remember, it's not the education system's fault. It's video games. Video yeah, yeah. games are the reason why everything is going sour. Look at Grand Theft Auto. They're the reason why kids are little shits now. Yep, it's, they had, had the a trouble. whole SVU it, episode. For everybody who, who cannot this. detect the sarcasm in my voice, please play it back please. Yeah, hit that 10-second rewind button real Learn quick. <laughs> the sarcasm in my voice, because I don't need y'all adding me like, I actually said that to be serious. It, it's a joke. It's fine. And I know y'all like to crucify people for jokes. So, anyway, uh, we'll start with kind of what they have released, and then we'll move to, like, what they are releasing. And I do have a nice little uh, caveat before we actually get to hardware. Just where i was having a conversation with my girl and it was it was a pretty interesting thought Ooh. so first off games that they have come out with they have done all right first are we question. talking
2: switch or are we talking nintendo switch
0: here? specifically we're right. talking about the switch lifespan so the games that they have released do you guys think that the switch has been worth the money so far because this is going to be a two-part question
2: so to be truthful yes and no okay this is why i say yes when i am out with if i'm like at school and i just have a minute before i have to do something else or if i'm at or when i was at work and i had a break mm-hmm. and i really didn't have like want to take an entire hour just eating and stuff like that, then I'll pull my Switch out and I'll play my games. And that makes it worth the money to me because I actually use it. That's fair. The issue I have is that I can blame COVID, I can blame a lot of stuff, but when it comes down to it, I think it's just Nintendo and my relationship. They've only really ever had like three franchises that I've ever actually cared about, which is Pokemon, Zelda, and some mario stuff
0: yeah so essentially everybody when it comes to nintendo for the most yeah
2: far. so like mario odyssey was fun but all the other mario games i really don't care about
0: and that's yeah. fair so Breath of the wild is like huge. i think i think that's what kind of shows what they're pushing mainly because of the fact that so they released a console at 300 right Mm-hmm. and which it is really fair it doesn't have that much when it comes to power it, it was pretty outdated when it released but we were able to hey take it on the go and do all of that good stuff now um based off of what we have gotten and all of the games that we have gotten mainly re-releases for the wii u which we'll we'll go to the re-release thing on a uh in a second uh do you guys think that that I'm trying to figure out how to word this? Do you guys think that uh, their creativity and innovation has kind of
1: faded over the years?
2: No, but that's because it gets to a point where you can't really do a whole lot and actually make allow and have people actually buy it. Okay, what do you mean? So like, for, for instance, uh, just to use the Pokemon game as an example. Okay. Like, a lot of people really dislike that game.
0: Which one? You, you got to be specific.
2: Um, I'm spefic- specifically talking about Sword and Shield.
0: Okay. Uh, that... I'll go ahead and stop you. Turns out the majority of people who did play it actually loved it. It's the people who were in the echo chambers that were saying that it was terrible. Uh, okay. Never mind then, Mike. There is like literally a whole, uh, there was a good wave of a lot of channels actually going back and going, all right, I'm going to actually play it to prove a point of how bad it was because they always had people in the comments going, no, this game is good, this game is good, you're just saying it because that's the hate train. And then they would go in, they would play it, they would have their issues with it, but all in all, they'd be like, this is still a really good Pokemon game. They would start with the whole thought process of, I'm just going to play it to get free content or shitting on what, like every single aspect of this game, and then they turn out really, really enjoying it. So... That is more so kind of the culture of gaming right now, which is find something to shit on, shit on it because of the fact that your favorite people are shitting on it. And if you actually like it, you're a bad person and you're a fucking idiot. That's kind of where the gaming culture is right now. And it's like a rebirth of fucking Xbox Live. And I am not happy about that. But that is that is, again,
2: uh, that's a topic for another. but even with that like even with the starting of the echo chamber it's if you really notice it it's just like a lot of stuff becomes more of the same or Mm. it's just a rehash because like Breath of the Wild Breath of the Wild is a really cool game yeah but at the end of the day it's nothing more than another game whether you want to say it's Skyrim or if you want to say it's an Assassin's
0: Creed game. I won't I won't say that because of the freedom that you get did get in Breath of the Wild. So there's a reason why Breath of the Wild is now the new standard. Like because how before you remember when Far Cry first came out and then they were like it was Skyrim with guns and how every like open world after a while became Skyrim with this but now everything is Breath of the Wild. But with this, I think they that the majority of people missed what made Breath of the Wild so good and resonate with so many people. Because for everybody who loved just kind of the overall gameplay, you have... Uh, I believe the proper word is fuckheads like me who do nothing but cheese the entire game. Because of the fact that I just wanted to be like, alright, I can see this is what they want me to do. Good, now, how can I do that without doing that? Like, that was my goal for every single portion of Breath of the Wild.
2: Well, yeah, if you look at all- And
0: that's the- how I had fun with it. it. It's more of a freedom, you have the basic building blocks of the game, do whatever the
1: fuck you want with it. It's Minecraft, but with a point. And if we're being honest, Breath of the Wild was probably the first true innovation, innovative game that they've come out with in quite a while. Uh, Give it to Mario Odyssey as well. I, I'd, Mario Odyssey was alright, the the open world, Innovative. but it, but it wasn't I, because it was I kind it. of like Mario 64. Yeah, it was very 3D world-ish. Yeah, it was it was Mario 64. They just updated it and gave it a new story, which is fine. And they did, they did
0: fix a lot of stuff when it came to kind of how the game handles. So it's more
1: of not really innovating,
0: but perfecting a niche.
1: Yeah. And and Nintendo is, if nothing else an absolute niche system. They've got three... Kind of like we said, but they've got three big brands. Those are the ones they push. Those are the ones you hear well, they're trying to bring. It seems like they're trying
0: to bring back Metroid. Because Metroid so? Dread has a lot of people hyped for it. It's, and now, granted, it's because of the fact that Metroid, as a nutshell, is, again, the inspiration for an entire genre of games. That's why
1: it's called Metrovania's. So... If we're being honest though did metroid only stay popular in the minds of people nowadays because in all honesty if you didn't play smash you know would you remember who samus was
0: i think it's again it's a very niche thing so what i've noticed over the years and especially with the switch lifespan is nintendo kind of takes its niche properties and tries to put it on the forefront in order to try to kind of maximize their revenue when it comes to certain things all the way down to the point to where any of their bigger games don't even release at the same times and they're spaced out by like a month to month basis so that one of two things are happening either a they're trying to make sure that they aren't uh stepping over another game because of the fact that they don't want the sales to kind of clash or which i think is more possible is that they're trying to make it so they release a new game every month so every single time they have a bestseller that is on the nintendo switch on the top 10 most popular games of the month and eventually of the year because that will make stock prices rise that's fair it may not change like because if you do it that way, the kind of the burnout of everybody buying a new game goes away because you always have something else coming out. Now, one person may only care about maybe two to three games on that list. But if you have six different people, all with different interests that like maybe one to two games each of the 15 that they have, that's still a pretty good coverage when it comes to what they're doing. So I think that's kind of where they're going uh, with it because of the fact that and I'll probably get a lot of flack for this, mainly because of the fact that I'm thinking about it on a creative standpoint. I don't think Metroid Dread looks very good. I'm not saying that it doesn't look fun because it does, but unfortunately, we have gotten to the point to where the inspiration has surpassed what inspired it in the first place.
2: Yeah, because the best looking like Metroidvania game is easy. Ori, yeah.
0: the Ori series. I really don't think that Metroid can do anything that Hollow Knight and the Ori games at this point haven't perfected.
2: Yeah. And even those uh the new ones, the Bloodstained games. Yes. Like, oh my god, those games are
0: really good too. So
2: I mean it's <sighs> it's just more samus because like what's the other one they got coming out? Um the Metroid. The other four—is it like Prime or something?
0: No, Metroid Prime—we still don't like have any word on. They released a teaser a long time ago, and we have had
1: crickets since. Mm. I guess I guess—is the new Metroid going to be a side scroller? Yes, Yes. just like the OGs. Yeah, see, and that that right there is is one of the biggest think issues that I have with Nintendo Mm -hmm. is that, like I said, they don't innovate. They're still doing side scrollers. In 2021, Which because they're be good fair, at it. Like there there's are few, you, there are a lot of good side scrollers, and I'm not I'm not don't don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on side scrollers because there are they are quite fun, but you don't have to put a whole lot of developmental effort into making it. Like you do. I'm not sure. You I'm not sure. So?
0: I now granted I don't I know, don't know this, how far that goes, but when it comes to programming things in general, I think it may be easier. But it also depends. I feel like on team size, the actual talent pool that you're working with, the efficiency of. Oh, the of engine. course. Yeah, because
1: all the like, all the really big 3D games, you know, when you look back over the last few years, you know, God of War, things of like that, those games are huge. Yeah. Their creative teams are ginormous, and so, it's taken them years. And because of the
0: Metroid team being as small as it is still, I think it's still like a lot for them. Now, uh, kind of to caveat when it comes to like just to kind of push the point that team size isn't everything. Uh, Ascent, the Ascent. If anybody has played that game, it's on Game Pass. If y'all don't have Game Pass, what is wrong with you? Unless you just can't afford it, then fine. But uh, that game is on there. It is kind of like, uh, it's a twin stick shooter, but it is really, really good. It looks really, really gorgeous. Uh, You can play with up to like eight people at a time. It's great it has its little issues but it's because of the fact that the team was so small at the end of the day there's still a good game there so because of the fact that they still came together to come up with something really really fun i feel like that still isn't it uh, isn't an excuse not to kind of push something new now granted i think they're doing the whole um what's new and what they're innovating when it comes to metroid dread is that it seems like there's kind of a dead space element to it like you have this robot that you actually can't fight and kill that's coming after you the entire time that you have to like actually get power-ups in order to survive Hmm. and that's where the quote-unquote dread is coming for
2: but to be to be fair to a lot of game development there's only like like so much something different now. Granted, I would love like a 3D world, like a short 3D world for something like Metroid, like a quick 20-hour, 10-hour game, something mm-hmm. like that. Didn't they do a first-person?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the Prime series.
2: Those are the Prime games, the ones that everyone really wants. But I think everyone forgot that everyone hated Prime
0: Three. I think it's because of the fact that everybody wants Prime Four because they feel like they won't repeat the same mistakes because of think about how everybody hated uh, a lot of older games and then because of that hatred they come out and they knock it out of the fucking park with the next one because they don't have a choice I think that's what everybody's kind of doing at this point point. plus at the same time if a franchise is strong enough one bad game won't kill it now a lot of publishers don't realize that but one bad game oftentimes doesn't kill a franchise
2: that's that's absolutely true because there there have been like how many games have come out in the last i
0: don't know unless unless it's contra because that game is officially dead because the sequel that they put out for that but uh when it comes to uh what they have put out and what they're going to put out we know we've gotten a lot of re-releases during this mainly re-releases for Wii U games. Either Wii or Wii U games.
2: Which I don't mind because when it comes especially to the Wii U, there are a lot of games that like I personally wasn't able to play that came out for the Wii U, mainly because as interesting of an idea as the Wii U was, I just didn't I I could see how the next step was the switch. Yep. Same.
0: Absolutely but it, same. It
2: just wasn't worth getting the Wii U.
0: Yeah, yeah well it comes to re-releases for like something on an unpopular platform i think that's really cool hell the fatal frame sequel that came out on the wii u i get to finally play again because i also didn't have a wii u so that is amazing uh we got skyward sword which i personally hated the controls i hated the controls in the original i hate the controls in this one but this ain't a review of skyward sword (laughs) at the end of the day they still did a lot of good things and improvements with that game Except for the button controls, because they are just fucking horrible. Hey, bro,
2: you gotta let it go. It's just gonna be one of those games that's like, hey, it don't matter, bro. It's just horrible game to control. Yeah,
0: It's, it's fine, because some people still like it. But they all have to kind of get over the controls in order to like it in the first place.
2: Yeah, but there are some people that, like, get punched in the face.
0: Yeah, and those people play Dark Souls. But they're still, <laughs> like, their game actually works the way it's supposed to. So... I think a lot of the innovation when it comes to what Nintendo is doing at this point leans less on um, what they're doing differently and kind of doubling down on what they already have.
2: Which, in retrospect, isn't a bad thing.
0: That is fair because it's,
2: it's it's less of a headache for both developers and like us because we don't have to really like what's the word i'm looking for like really test the new something cuz there are plenty of games that we have all played that from a franchise did something different mm. and it kind of just ruined the entire thing for us
0: that's fair that is very fair and but to be fair nintendo i feel like has such a loyal fan base at this point would that really stop anything i don't think because it would at stop nintendo
2: the, as a whole but like, i don't even
0: think it would stop the sales because people will buy stuff just because it has Nintendo's logo on it at this point. Hey, bro, there are people playing Apex on the Switch. Somehow. I don't <laughs> understand it. Like, Apex and Rogue Company are not games like League of Legends where it can run on a toaster. Like, these games are terrible on the Switch. I don't... I Like, not everything needs to be ported on everything. No. So based off of that do you think that more uh because there is an argument when it comes to the switch and all of that stuff that it needs to be more powerful because they need to uh have more multi-platform games on it do either you guys agree with that statement
2: no not at all because at the end of the day the switch if it was more i feel like for what it is for what it does for where it is right now even including the oled model mm-hmm. for what it is what it does what it is right now it is fine price wise i mean i have my issues with the oled l the uh the new oled one but those are my issues when it comes to that mm-hmm. but overall it's perfect if it did more it would have to be more expensive and i'm sorry I personally cannot justify buying a Switch for the exact same price as the new Xbox or the new PlayStation.
0: Which one? Because the Switch at the base model Switch is the same price as the base model Xbox right now.
2: Exactly. But I can do and get a lot more out of the base model Xbox Yeah. than I can. That's Even if you did upgrade the Switch to the 4K model.
0: Which, to be fair, base model uh, Xbox doesn't really have 4K. When it comes to gaming, it has 4K streaming, and that's about it
2: so what do I actually get out of it if they made it more expensive to make a prettier picture?
1: Yeah. yeah I mean and, and to be honest, for for most of the games that are developed for Nintendo's platforms, you don't need to run it in 4K.
0: That's true. Like they, They've come they, out with some
1: gorgeous games running on just
0: 7020.
1: They have. And for the most part, from what I've noticed, uh, the most popular games on Nintendo are always the drawn games none of them are the the realistic yeah that is true looking games I mean Breath of the Wild as gorgeous as that game was was still not like realistic yeah it was it was a very cel-shaded game yeah so you had that none of your Mario's look you know like real people they still look like mario
0: i think the one of the most popular multi-platform games that did end up coming to the switch i may be wrong about that but i think it's borderlands which makes a lot of sense because that art style really works on the switch as well exactly
1: and none of those games really require that super fine detail so you get the full sense of the game yeah you can absolutely enjoy every instance of the game as it is even on 720 yeah that is true so like why, why spend the money to upgrade? Why spend the money to make it more powerful to do things that it doesn't have to do?
2: And even now, even, even if they said, at like this point in time, before they when they were developing the OLED model, they said, we wanna make a 4K switch. Right now, that's not a feasible thing. And
0: even, even like still. The
2: parts like, are like just really hard to get.
0: And to be fair, when it comes to what game right now outside of any multi-platform game like Skyrim would 4K actually make look better that wouldn't just be a scaled up version of what we already have on the Switch I don't think there is one there really isn't the best thing that they can do right now I believe when it comes to upgrade is when it comes to visual clarity that can just be done with the screen which is why I'm okay with the OLEDs But what I'm not okay with is the fact that you're upgrading the screen when a lot of your games still stutter. If you don't have solid frame rate on the majority of your games, why are you focused on visuals?
2: Yeah. Now that I would say that the frame rate, if it should be like, something should be done to the switch to increase yeah. that. So it, or at least l- make 30 frames more like solid.
0: Yeah, all right, so we'll, we'll go into that because we'll, we'll talk about the actual hardware now. Um, me and you have both had the Switch since release. Mm-hmm. I have had both the original Switch and the Redbox Switch, which is the kind of silent refresh that they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have has your experience been when it comes to your, the majority of your games? Any type of uh, kind of issues that you run into or anything like that?
2: When it comes to the Switch itself, I wish that they kind of went sort of like how they did their old school handhelds mm-hmm. where there was like the 3DS and then the 3DS XL just because it still kind of cramps my hands. Yeah, to kind of hold it.
0: it. It's why I only keep it docked. Cause So you remember, uh, I actually didn't care for it to be docked at all, mm-hmm. which is why I ended up getting the uh, Switch Lite. But it's so small that even with that giant uh, mount that I had on it, in order to make it bigger and fit my hands better, I still couldn't play it for very long because my hands will cramp up. It's just too small. So other, but other
2: than that, and like you know, those drift control issues, but that's in every
1: freaking controller.
0: Um, but yeah, but they they are the worst in the Joy Cons. Now it makes sense because they have smaller parts, so that's why that's going to happen. Yeah. It's it's a natural occurrence, but and every other controller they're they're cock diesel, so it's going to take a little bit longer for it to wear down. But, Joy-Cons, that's not really going to be. Easy.
2: But at the end of the day, I have I would say that the I haven't had this good of an experience with a Nintendo product since the Game Boy Advance.
0: Okay, that's fair.
2: So it's it's my second favorite thing nintendo's ever made
0: i i will have to agree with you there i have a lot of issues with it mine again aren't all fixed because of the fact that i no longer uh really play it outside of the dock but number one was always battery life even with the second switch there's no reason why you still only have like three hours to really work with before it has to be on a dock it makes no sense to me personally because of the fact that how long the older uh console will last like we uh me and my girl played through alpha sapphire for the first time a a couple of months ago we put that thing on a charger twice in the th- about four to five weeks that we spent playing that game on the switch or the 3D? on a 3ds okay. but on a switch we played uh we will all come over and do the raid battles remember that yeah. and how we all had to get to a charger really quickly even yeah. though we wanted to just sit at the table and all play right. like that shouldn't be a thing that i i understand trying to keep the uh price low when it comes to right. selling it so you're keeping your margins low i feel like sort of, and all of that, I but f- still
2: i feel like there are certain things that you can like be like
0: Okay with in okay, certain we, things you can't, yeah, you like can't I, I get on.
2: if you don't want to have like a very expensive uh, whatever's in this wage to make the 4K. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you should put a little bit of extra money into making the battery last longer.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, uh, I think they're kind of. My issue with it at this point is I think that they're leaving money on the table because of the fact that and I'll use this to branch over into the OLED model. How have they not streamlined the production process in order to make things cheaper to even if they wanted to do another silent refresh, they could and make it have a better battery because of the fact that they're spending the same amount of money. Unless they are doing that and not spending the extra money that they're making because of the fact that if they're buying it as is, why upgrade it? because at this point the OLED model costing $350 for a better screen, better speakers and a different dock makes no sense.
2: You you know me bro like I thought like your whole like idea would have came to fruition mm-hmm. to where they would basically just have three three different switches and you get the one that you want. You either get the one that can interchange between docking and being a handheld. Mm-hmm. You get the one that's a pure handheld. And or, get the
0: one that's purely docked.
2: And then get the one that's purely dock, which is what we thought which would we thought would um
0: Would come out at some point. Yeah. But when it comes to the OLED
2: <sighs> I get why it's a thing, but I don't I, get I, why it has a worse OLED screen than my Vita
0: quick question what uh, when the Vita did come out uh, how much was it at release do you remember
2: uh, I think there so there were two models uh-huh. there was the Wi-Fi model mm-hmm. and then the 3G model okay if I am remembering correctly the Wi-Fi model which was just you connect Wi-Fi and then you play mm-hmm. came out at 250
0: okay so that released at two fifty dollars okay. so it's a hundred dollars less I'll let you go ahead and fact check just to be sure. Mm -hmm. But let's say that it did come out of that price. It's $100 yet less, what, five years ago at least? Mm -hmm. And the screen that we're getting on the Switch is worse, number one. And it doesn't really help anybody who's keeping it docked. Nope.
2: Yeah, and I just fact checked the original, the introductory price for a PS Vita was $249.
0: That is ridiculous so i I would like to present what uh since we recorded this before and none of you guys actually heard this uh so this is kind of my idea for what i think they should have done nintendo obviously has a banger product it sells more than anything and every single time it's on shelves it's gone immediately so the the problem that they're having is nobody's really buying the Switch Lights. So why don't you take the uh, OLED screen that you're gonna put on the regular Switch and put it on the Switch Light? Upgrade the Switch Light so people will actually you know want to continue to play stuff on their handheld. Because upgrading on the Switch for people who are doing like there's I feel like the people who do both are very very small. Yeah. People don't really want to switch light because of the fact that they want the option to still have it docked if they want to. Yeah. And people who uh, just have it docked will barely ever take it out uh, unless they have to for a specific reason. So why not make it justifiable to go out and have both? You upgrade the switch light so that you know you have everything that the quote-unquote OLED switch would have on the switch light. You make them both three hundred dollars. So they can still put a price hike up on something. It has the better speakers. It has the better screen. Because at the end of the day, people are going to be paying fifty dollars or another three hundred and fifty dollars just to have a port to hardline their internet to. Just because, uh, like, just because of the fact that they needed an Ethernet port.
2: It reminds me of those like. Uh, the old school Nickelodeon live-action TV show *Victorious*, mm-hmm. where there was this whole episode why they said "Cat, you're an idiot" because she bought like a whole new, like basically a whole new iPad. They call it the Pear Pad, mm-hmm. and they were all like, "So what's so different about it to warn it being like two, three hundred dollars more?" And she would go, "It has a slightly better screen."
0: Yeah, that's essentially what they're doing. I think they're kind of dipping into like cell phone type of mentality because you know those people who like will go out every single uh year and buy a brand new fucking phone
2: where I wait at least five years for I upgrade
0: yeah but at the same time like there's programs that people use to get around that but Nintendo doesn't really have that you can't like trade in uh, uh you can't just like trade in and then finance your next switch like that's not a thing no I think
2: I think the only one that has something like that would be Xbox. Yeah,
0: Xbox is the only one where you can finance a console.
2: Yeah, but even still, you know how it would be okay and real chill with the OLED model mm-hmm. is if this is their way of completely taking the old Switch off the market.
0: Yeah, like I'd be I'd be okay with that. But if they were going to do that, they'd have to sell it at three hundred. And they're not really going to do that at all because of the fact that they're already making all of that money on it. So why get rid of it? If it's that popular, why are they going to do anything to trash that at all?
2: Uh, I mean, I would keep the ones that I have on the shelves and mm-hmm. everyone that I have in like a warehouse somewhere that I have ready to just ship out. Fine. I yeah, ship but then, all those then out, you but just I-
0: price drop it. You'd ha- they'd have to price drop it. But here's the issue. If they price drop it, they have to price drop the switch lights. Because it's either getting a switch light at two hundred dollars, getting the old model switch at two fifty, or getting the new model switch at three hundred. They're already biting into each other's. Uh, they're biting into each other's market, even though technically we're already having that problem with the OLED model.
2: I don't think there's an actual like real solution
0: there isn't unfortunately this. like this this is just unfortunately gonna lay where it is now to my point from uh what me and my girl were talking about uh do you think that other companies are eventually gonna shock nintendo out of their mentality
2: there are already rumors about sony going and bringing back like some form of a Mm handheld which as we can tell with the uh you know the new 4k switch take with every grain of salt that there is possible but i think it's quite hilarious that the moment the switch oled model was announced that the vita was the one that was trending on twitter yeah because everyone was like, but Whoa. to
0: be fair, the Vita was trending because of the fact that they found out that they were using uh, cheaper screens than the Vita. That that's been the issue. So, I have I have two things to kind of go over. One, um, I think that uh, we're about to see games from Nintendo really change because the Smash clone that's coming out has a very good chance of overshadowing Smash Bros. It's just like... Because it's... Nicktoons Unite should have Smash Bros. shaking right now. Because of the fact that it's a competitive fighter, which is what uh, Smash uh, players have been asking forever. Mm-hmm. It has a better internet connection and they are going to give it a lot more support than they give Smash Brothers right now and there if if everything that sakurai has been saying is true and that the next character is going to be the last one that releases for smash brothers that character is going to make or break the legacy of super smash brothers yeah period yeah absolutely. because how nintendo's uh nintendo's uh smash brothers are coming out like everybody's are going to be like ooh new piece of candy and if it plays better because it's already at a better frame rate from what we even see in the trailers if they have just a solid fighting game period it has the it has the possibility to kill smash brothers yeah. it may not kill like the casual fans but it will absolutely kill the competitive scene because we know for a fact Nintendo doesn't like their competitive scene when it comes to any of their games so there's, there's rumors going around now that because of that game coming out, they're going to do another Fighter Pass after this one, even though they said that they weren't going to. And that they're going to end that one with uh, Waluigi and that they're doing Phoenix right for the last one on this one. Just to kind of bring in some more people, to well, hype up some more games.
2: to be fair, look at what's happening. Like, every everyone went, well, the, the Switch is cool, so now you have Valve coming out with it basically one
0: yeah but valve is different because they they had they're not getting into the switch market everybody's kind of pushing those together even though they shouldn't because the handheld pc market has been a thing for years the majority of them are emulators but they have been a thing for years they all run linux it's been the thing what makes this one so special is because this is the first thing that valve is doing since they uh release um uh what was it alex the vr game that they dropped yes so the big hope for this is that it does well so that valve will actually start making games again because valve as a studio is very interesting they actually don't make games unless their team feels like it
2: i wish i could make money like that
0: right like they make so much money from Steam that all of their game companies can literally just sit there on paychecks and do nothing because of the fact that they're like, eh, I don't really feel like doing this. Hey, hey, we'll Val, we'll, we'll see some, if we want can some actually. Stories do for
2: your games that you're not gonna make. <laughs> <laughs> but even still, like it's the reason why I say like between Nicktoon, the Nicktoons game, and the Valve headheld console, it should be. At least a slight wake-up call to how Nintendo does everything mm-hmm. is because we already have we've already seen some creators go and make a joke out of it. They go, "Well, can they play uh, Pokemon on it?
0: Not yes. legally, but, but yes. not legally.
2: <laughs> <laughs> can they play Smash on it? Not legally,
0: but yes." Shout out to Mighty Keith. <laughs> uh, but, but at the end
2: of the day, if if it's all about playing, and yeah. If I can play the game because you can only stop with so much stuff
0: and people have tried it out apparently it, like it's worth the money it's uh, legitimately a handheld PC everything is running pretty solid now what I think is going to kind of do more damage than that is xCloud finally being on everything
2: yeah because if you can have xCloud on that if
0: you have a good phone which at this point the majority of people do And a good internet connection which at this point the majority of people do you can play Halo on your phone Uh, Yeah. think think about like in in literally like two months we can literally be sitting down all at a park somewhere and all be playing Halo Infinite together
2: hey bruh land parties are coming back absolutely
0: (laughs) and what and what's nuts about it is that's literally what the Switch was aiming to do but what do people have on them more than their phones at this point like the genius that i was saying that phil spencer was going down the route of when we did the our old here's the thing about the gaming industry like two years ago it's finally here yeah xbox is on everything and they only care about you being in the ecosystem they could care less if you own an xbox at this point
1: yeah because you don't need to as long as you're buying their games
0: exactly and if you're a game pass member like there's literally no reason not to have it now because you you don't even have to have a system or pc if you just have your phone you have access to day one games you can play the uh essentially the new left for dead in like three weeks because that's coming to game pass on your phone
2: Oh, does that drop in three weeks
0: yes oh god the demo's already out i gotta pay that off like (laughs) the demo has already dropped it is nuts so I think if anybody will kind of shake them out of their mentality at this point, is Xbox, because they no longer care about pushing boxes like they used to. And at this point, I think Nintendo and Sony are the only two
1: who do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Sony, in, in all fairness to them, all they have at this point is to be able to push the new console. So for them, I mean, they have their
0: big names, they have their big title blockbusters, but Sony is starting to lose them, I think. Mm hmm people are starting to get up uh get uh, fed up with sony shit. now un- will anything change probably not because at the end of the day we're kind of in a weird uh damned if you do damned if you don't situation when it comes to game studios in general and kind of their publishers or their heads being ain't shit motherfuckers if we go out and we don't buy the game and boycott the games because of the fact that we don't appreciate what either Sony or Nintendo is doing, especially Nintendo at this point. Yeah, the like only the- people who are getting hurt are the developers.
2: Yeah. And if the developers hurt more than nine times out of ten with a lot of them, they'll either be pushed to be bought because mm-hmm. Ninja Theory came out with one of the best games in forever and they still had to get bought out. Mm-hmm that game sales just didn't survive so it's like yeah i don't know ninja
0: theory is a very niche uh niche developer and that's fine yeah that's fine everybody has to just find their market at this point but when it comes to just what giant corps are doing if you do nothing and just go all right well we'll judge worth a dollar we just won't buy your shit yeah but if if you do that people are gonna lose their jobs the people that you are quote unquote supporting are the ones ones who are going to be hit for that. Absolutely. And there, but at the same time, how else do you go ahead and kind of change that? Now, shout out to another creator. I have been following for years since she was over at IGN. She came up with a really, really good idea. Her idea was to push more people, the gamers specifically, into stocks specifically buying the stocks of the systems that they quote unquote consume so every single time that they do something good they buy more stocks their stock prices go up anytime they do something that people don't appreciate they sell all of it as soon as like something comes out uh, because she essentially came out uh, with this idea when it came to blizzard and all of that shit because she again worked for IGN she was there when they got boycotted because of their people being fucktards and she was like their people are the ones who got hit the most so her idea was all right, if you really hate Blizzard you really hate Nintendo buy a shit ton of their stocks when they're doing something you appreciate as soon as they do something that you don't and you think that they're kind of in the ain't shit category for what uh, story has revealed or anything just sell it all off because their stock prices are literally just skyrocket. They'll just drop out of the sky overnight and then they'll have to actually care because yeah, as long that, as it'll be as be long as those uh, stock prices don't change, they're not going to change anything.
2: I thought gaming stock prices were already
0: going down anyway. They, they fluctuate just like everything else does. So
2: just
0: but it. if we have think about how vastly uh, GameStop and AMC, uh, AMC both fluctuated because of the fact that people on Reddit didn't want Wall Street to get money. Imagine if people took that amount of pettiness and put it into something they actually really give a fuck about.
2: To be fair, you have to add on to it that like GameStop, when all this got started, was also very cheap.
0: Yeah, it is true. And people were like, yeah, y'all don't need to be doing this shit and everybody flooded the buys made it made the uh, stocks skyrocket and then all of a sudden everybody who were kind of banking on it being low lost a fuck ton of money to the point where robin hood made it so nobody could sell anything because everybody in the hedge funds were getting pissed off because they were losing money well, so
2: you know cuz this is the first time robin hood has ever stolen from the poor and given to the rich <laughs>
0: But change at, your the, name, at the at the same time, like, like I said, if you if people just took that amount of just pure pettiness and put that into something they actually cared about, we might actually see companies change a little bit.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, as easily accessible as it is, Robinhood is a prime example. Are they even going to let us do that? Because what's if the hedge funds you don't called, have go through Robinhood. Well, I'm not saying there's there.
0: there's a ton of different uh, now. Granted the the real beast is ignorance but there's a real like good lot of ways in order to get into that but at the same time are we ever going like as a community are we ever going to care enough in order to do something like that that's the real question or is it just going to be more echo chambers of how uh you shouldn't buy this game because Nintendo is just re-releasing something that came out like ten years ago and uh, it's ruining gaming.
1: Hey man, those same I game. mean, the echo chamber is absolutely gonna be the easier thing to do and yeah. that's that tends to be where we where we go nowadays.
2: And even still those same echo chambers that were saying that are complaining about, well why are they re-releasing this game are just complaining about them. They should re-release that game
0: yeah that's true like like... everybody's uh, everybody's demeanor changes based on the game title itself or if they give a shit or not but on that bombshell we'll go ahead and wrap this one up thank you guys for letting us indulge ourselves once again this was a little bit late but it's fine Um, still working on that uh, YouTube animation we gotta get some more sketches done and I decided I'm gonna go ahead and finish or attempt to finish Uh, what the thing is based on. So it might actually take a little bit longer because I have to get all of that gameplay recorded. We will see if I actually succeed. That is yet to be decided because the RNG gods hate me. So uh, that will be dropping at some point. Uh, Anybody else got anything to plug?
1: No, no projects for me right now. So
2: for me, I am going to be having... I'm going to start on Twitter with a lot of different little stuff that I'm doing with the mm-hmm. haikus and stuff, but my goal is now, it is August. My goal is to be up and going by December Dope. so that by next year, if I'm not already started, I will be started. Okay. So, that's fair. So Come out, support if you care, or just, you know, make fun of me.
0: <laughs> I take shit. Hey bro, from- interaction is interaction. I take
2: jokes very well I'll be like dang you got me (laughs)
0: speaking of said interaction you can follow me at all of my stuff at Lake Crimson Black on everything at this point
2: I am still at Damien Duago PTO for right now but it will change (laughs) some don't ask me what yet it'll happen when it happens
1: and all of my stuff is still outlaw or at outlaw PTO for now uh, I too will be dropping the PTO moniker uh, it'll still be outlaw. We'll just have to figure out what the what the brand name goes with it. Cause That's I think, fair. I don't think I'll be able to use just outlaw on most things. And so you may, you may be able to. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have to experiment with that a little bit. See what happens. But, but yeah.
0: Uh, next our next episode should be uh the big the big daddy Pokemon Unite microtransactions all that good stuff. So stay tuned for that one.
2: And like always and forever, may your flames burn eternally.